0: I'm a star for the deck, top down, it's upsetting, been f***ing the world in the yeah, you f***ing me wrong, I knock your head off your neck, it's flight too long, I got a bed on a jet, the guns are drawn and I ain't talking about a sketch, I pay these just with a reality check. This is Money Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: All right, we are back on Moneyline. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe. We got Clutch City Cam behind the glass. We got Hector on the phones. You know what this means, which segment this is. This is the Gal Media All-Star segment where we get to hear from all the famous 975 weekday host and we got you even got Eric Sandler from Culture Map and Holly from Sports Map. So uh without any further ado, let's see what they got for us this week.
0: It's the Gal Media All-Stars plays of the week. The Blitz is Fred Bowers. Alright, guys, I've got two plays for you today. We'll start off Steelers minus three. I will be on that one, like it quite a bit. Uh, the other game I'm going to take, I'm going to take Jacksonville plus four and a half at home against the Colts. And since my week was already off to a terrible start, thanks to the Cowboys-Saints game, I will probably lose. But good luck. The Benches land, line All right, guys, two games here for you. We're going to go under with the Texans, under 47 and a half. Greg Williams on one
1: sideline, Romeo Cornell on the other, and two young quarterbacks. It's going to be tough, I think, for uh,
0: those offenses to – to work in a consistent flow. So we're going to under 47 and a half and we're going to lay the points. It's about seven right now with Philadelphia. They are in must-win mode and right now Washington's lost three of four. So we'll go with Philadelphia minus and play under in Texas. Culture maps, Eric Sandler.
2: As the playoffs draw closer, it's time to start picking against the teams with nothing left to play for. For my first pick, I'm going with the Chicago Bears minus three and a half against the New York Giants. I know the Giants have looked frisky recently, but the Bears' defense should be able to keep Eli Manning under pressure and throwing picks for all four quarters. I know Mitchell Trubisky is out, but Chase Daniel looked good enough against the Lions that I think he can get it done here. For my second pick, I'm taking the Denver Broncos minus five against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm still not sure how the Broncos managed to lose to the Texans, but they've been great in beating the Chargers and Steelers. Meanwhile, the Bengals got throttled at home by the Browns last week, and now Andy Dalton is out for the year. I'm laying the points which should be a Broncos route.
0: Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. All right,
3: guys. For my first pick, I'm taking Seattle minus 10. I know it's a lot of points, but let's be real. The Niners struggled to put up nine points on Tampa's defense. Also, keep in mind that the Niners have never beaten Wilson in Seattle. They're 0-6. They've lost to eight straight regular season games to Seattle since 2013. On the second play of the week, I'm sticking with safe, and that's taking opposing teams in the points when this particular team is favored on any line more than three. I'm talking Philly. Monday Night Football presents two broken teams. Philly wins, but not by seven. I'll take the garbage Washington Redskins and the points.
1: Wow, that is interesting. So pick against <laughs> your Eagles, Holly. Is your skin crawling? I mean, how are you doing right now?
3: I've been doing it all season. I've been taking the points. <laughs> and I've been doing good so far all season because our offense can't put up points to save their lives. So, Wow,
1: that's interesting. And let's get back to your other pick with the Seahawks. It feels like a big number. Um, kind of touch on why you think they're going to cover that big number again.
3: You know what? I really, really dislike Wilson. They're at home, and the Niners have completely crumbled. I just I know it's a lot of points. I'm taking a risk stepping out here. I'm just really confident in Russell Wilson. So
1: okay, that makes sense. And, and Jerry was asked earlier for a survivor uh, pool. You know which team he thought had the best chance of winning this week, and, and Jerry took the Seahawks. So I think you guys are kind of thinking on the on the same lines there. Let's get into uh, to Eric's bets, Holly. Uh, he's got uh, mm-hmm. the Broncos minus five. He thinks they're going to go into Cincinnati and take care of business. What do you think about that one?
3: I feel disgusted saying this, but yes, um, I'm actually, I, I've never been a fan of Cincy. And they're just, you never know what you're going to get from them. And I think that they've, like you guys said earlier, I think they gave up. Um, I don't like Case Keenum, but I'm going to roll Denver Broncos here. All
1: right. And uh, Eric's other betty went with the Bears. Do you like Chicago against the Giants? It looks like the number's at about four right now.
3: I do. I would like it better if Trubisky was back, but I'm still taking it because I think that Eli is going to continue to lay on the ground today, especially against Chicago's defense.
4: Hey, Holly. Hey. What do you think of my Chargers tonight against Pittsburgh?
3: I was hoping you would ask me on this one, because my original, when I first looked at it, I took Chargers, and I changed it last minute back to Steelers. As much as they burned me, Last week, and killed everything for me. I just can't vote against them at home. I think her phone Especially called. the way they played last week.
1: <laughs> I don't think Cam's very happy with the, your call there, Holly.
3: I know. I think he hung up on me. No, okay. <laughs> Am I still on?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so. All right. So, what do you guys? I was going to ask you guys on the Falcons and Baltimore game, if you have a second, what are you guys' thoughts on this one? Because I think this is going to be one of the best games of the day.
5: From a betting perspective, I don't see how. Okay, there's a lot more ways that Atlanta gets there than, than Baltimore. Baltimore to be able, in my eyes, I see Baltimore having to keep it close. To be able to ultimately win this game, Atlanta can get down in this game and be able to come back because that Ravens the offense, they, they 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 rely on that run so much from Lamar Jackson. I don't see how they can open it enough to where you'll be safe. And if, they, say they do get behind, say they get behind 10 points, how are they going to get back into this game now? Atlanta's defense hasn't been that great. They do allow a ton, a ton of yards on the ground, and that's where that's where the game is going to be played at last week. They kind of went away. Baltimore went away from those 27 rushes on the, on his first start. And they only had one in the first half. Then second half, they changed things up. They went to what works. And then that's when they came out with successful things. So at the end of the day, Things have to go perfect in this game for me, to, uh, for, for 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 the Ravens to have a chance. And a lot of people give those Ravens defense so much props and stuff, but I'd rather take that good offense against that that defense on a fast course on, on, that, on, that, on that field. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are on the Ravens, for whatever reasons, again, rookie growing pains, you're going to tell me he has to go in there, say he has to go through adversity and he has to come back from 10 against a, a an offense that thrives. We heard Josh ADZ say earlier, Jimmy Smith ain't the guy that he used Used to be, and I think the whole offense eats if. if. If the Ravens can't score 27 points today, they don't, they don't have a chance. They're going to have to score 27-30. Don't get me wrong. Against Atlanta, they, that can be done, but you're going to have to throw that ball. And today, we're going to have to see if Lamar Jackson could actually launch it because at one point or another, these people are going to get accustomed to stopping that run. It's just defenses aren't used to having to stop a, a quarterback that runs it 20 times. So the more film that comes on, the more ways they figure out to stop this and the more weaknesses they see in his actual passing game is what's going to open up and this might be the week because against a good offense like that, he's going to have to open it up. Yeah,
4: look, Lamar Jackson's essentially been a running back the first two games that he's played, which is, you know, that's that's great fantasy-wise. But as far as, like, an actual, you know, football, he's going to have to throw it, as like you just said, against Atlanta because Atlanta's going to put up points. It doesn't matter how good Baltimore's defense is. Atlanta, honestly, it really seems like they have nothing to play for besides just getting some more wins. So Lamar's going to have to be dual threat. I agree. Uh, well, luckily ahead,
3: for Lamar, I feel like Atlanta could be at 42
5: quarter to blow a lead. And so. and this um this game has had some of the most line movement I've seen. I mean, it started off with the with Falcons at two plus two, and then it went to one. Now you've seen Falcons minus two and a half in places. So you're talking about it flipped from being underdogs to favorites. Fifteen
3: I was about to bring that up.
5: Fifteenth <laughs> time in the regular season, Matt Ryan has been listed as an home underdog, right? In those fourteen games, Nine and five straight up, eleven and three against the spread. Don't talk down on Matty Ice; he's going to ice you. I'm telling you, don't do it. And again, this week, if if he gets out to a lead, let's see how the rookie comes back up. Uh, uh, it's going to be hard if they rely on him throwing. I mean, I don't think he has the weapons. And that uh, take Atlanta. You'll hear it next segment, but we're going to Atlanta.
1: No doubt about well? it. In a, I wanted to get to the Texans real quick, Holly, before the the segment's over. Uh, I know you always like to. You know, say kind words about the Houston Texans, or maybe not. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you, what do you think? Uh, Lance is taking the under in that game, which actually, you know, makes some sense. You know, with Baker being a rookie and, and Romeo could have his way with them. It looks like that number now is at about forty-seven and a half, and it looks like the Texans are favored by about five and a half, depending on where you get it. What do you think about your Houston Texans this week, Holly? First off, I'd like to start by
3: congratulating the city of Houston. A win is a win. I give up, and you guys are winners, I suppose. So I do think the Texans win tonight. However, I would play the under too. I'm with Lance on that. However, I'm taking Cleveland and the points, and I know that a lot of people are on that. So I probably should be on Texans, but I just I can't. Still, I'm sorry. No, I don't think you can't give because the line I saw was the line that I saw was minus six. So.
1: There you go. Yeah, it's shifted around. Started off at four and a half, and it's been moving around by you know a point or two throughout the last few days. Um, but Lance is taking your Eagles, so that should make you feel good, Holly. Maybe maybe he's right. They'll come through, and they will cover.
3: You know what? I'm to the point where I'm like, I'd rather make money because um, I got a Super Bowl. I'm really not worried about the playoffs this year. Nobody from the NFC East will make it past round one. So I'll just stick with my money. Fine.
1: (laughs) And that makes a lot of sense. Um, First, I want you to tell everybody where you can find your stuff. Uh, Sports map I'm talking about. But you wrote a piece on the the cream hunt thing, right?
3: Yes, I did.
1: And uh, kind of tell what people, you know, what that's about and, and where everybody can find that.
3: Um, you guys can find it on Sports Mall Houston, along with everybody else's work on there, too. But I did just want to give an open-minded perspective on the whole Kareem Hunt situation. There's a lot of different angles to view it from. So I kind of gave my opinion from all different angles. I like to give everybody a fair chance. You but, go. you know, video footage, you know how that goes. So, Of
1: course. Everybody check that out. Make sure you follow Holly. I'm sure she'll tweet that article out of her Twitter. Tell everybody your handle again, Holly.
3: Sure, I'm at XO Holly. You guys can tweet me about games all day or, like I said, check out SportsMap for my article.
1: There you have it. Thanks again, Holly. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Good luck this week.
3: Thanks, guys. Good luck to you guys, too. Good luck with Atlanta. <laughs> right. bye bye right. guys
1: bye and i'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that next week we'll see who ended up being on the right end of that bet only time will tell but uh we're up against it guys we want to thank holly for joining us we're going to get to some bets and some actives and actives on the other side so we will be right back you're listening to Moneyline line espn 97.5
2: Twitter. Follow
3: the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5.
0: This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan All right, we
1: are back. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Jerry Bo, Josh Jordan, at Clutch City Cam, behind the glass. Make sure you give us a follow, at Moneyline 97.5, at Josh Jordan 97.5, at Jerry Bo Knows, and of course, at Clutch City Cam. So here we are. It looks like we got hyped up Andrew coming up on the line. He'll be on in just a little bit. But you know what that music means, right, guys? That means Jerry Bo. He's about to make you some money this week. So, Jerry... What do you got?
3: Straight bets.
1: We talked about it a little bit last week. The pressure's on.
5: Falcons. I got them at minus one when I released it. Now, like I said, you're seeing two and a half in some places, depending on where you get it at. But... Fifteenth time in the regular season. Matt Ryan, like I said, he's been listed as an underdog. He dominates eleven and three against the spread in this spot. I don't see how if they open it up that the Ravens will come back. I think there's more possible there's more routes to the Falcons winning this game than the than Baltimore being able to hang tough. So take the Falcons, close your eyes and, and you'll catch that ticket. Straight bet. Colts minus 4, it's moving all over the place. That's where I have it at now. I'm not sure exactly what it's at at this moment as a road favorite. Andrew Luck, 12 and 3 straight up, 10 and 5 against the spread. He usually covers that spread by at least 3.3 points. As a road favorite in division games, 8-0, 7-1 against the spread. Take Luck, take the Colts.
3: Straight bets.
5: The Rams, Matt Stafford facing good teams. We know he's a he's a Fake bully he likes to beat up on the bad teams and against good teams he gets he gets stomped four and 14 when facing teams that that win games by 9.7 points per game so rams that's their average margin of victory 9.7 14 4 and 14 22 percent. that's That's terrible. 22% against good teams like that. Stafford, over his career, he loses those games by 5.6 points. That means not only do they lose, they get blown out. Since 2003, he's the least profitable quarterback in this spot when facing good teams. Don't take him in big games. Uh, Fade him, fade him, fade him. I think the Rams end up blowing this open at one point or another. I'll, I'll, I'll swallow the points.
3: Straight bets.
5: The under in the Green Bay Arizona game, it's a huge, huge spread, which I don't see how it's that big, anyways. The Packers got that losing record. It's since 2003, teams with a losing record favored by 10 or more have gone 23 and 37 against the spread. So that's just telling you it's an overreaction. Uh, I guess you're just playing team names on this one instead of the names on the jersey because they shouldn't be favored by this much. Now, (coughs) excuse me. You asked me, why don't you take the points well because i don't want to have josh rosen under those conditions so i'd rather just take the under in this spot because i feel if the packers do open it up they'll end up leaning on that run and just trying to get out of there with a win
3: straight bets
5: and then the last one is i think the detroit uh the denver cincinnati game goes under i uh I, I know I know Cincinnati's been allowing a lot of points as of late, but I don't see with the backup quarterback how they're going to put up points today. Um, D- Denver, they moved the ball, but last week, you see a win on paper, but they weren't the better team last week. The reason they won is because Pittsburgh had four turnovers, basically giving them that game, and they still almost threw it away. So at the end of the day, I don't feel like taking either side. I'm taking the under, and you, if you noticed this week, I'm not taking very many sides, and I don't have many teasers or parlays because it's a tough, tough week. You have two double-digit spreads on the road. You have t- games like the Atlanta and, and, and uh, Baltimore game where people are on both sides. You have two backup quarterbacks this week taking the field and what are you going to get from there so all of a sudden these these lines are inflated and i'm not i'm not gonna i always tell people online like sometimes your your best bet is no bet or if you play on my bookie why not just go to the live bets and just wait for a couple things to happen see how that backup quarterback's gonna play see how if they're gonna open up a 50 point spread at home green bay or see what if they come out slow and you see the weather impacting it that's when you go on there you hit that under and then you, you you consider it a win. Let, sometimes let the disaster happen and don't press for bets because this week, if you can honestly go up there and say, man, I have five, six, seven locks, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I see games I like, but not enough there I can guide you so you can put your money behind.
1: No doubt. That's very good advice there from Jerry. And something that might affect those bets also is who's going to play this week, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we got the actives and the inactives coming up. So we're going to bring in hyped-up Andrew to let us know who's in and who's out this week. Andrew, what do you have for us, my man?
0: Breaking news. N- n- news flash.
2: What's up, Josh? What's up, Jerry? Like you said, the active and active list is out, so I've got all the updated news for you guys. Uh, starting over, at running back Gus Edwards. There wasn't really a question that he was going to play, but he was questionable heading into today, and the Gus bus is up and running. He's going to be good to go. Same thing with Marlon Mack for the Colts. He made it out of concussion protocol, so he's going to be active. Over wide receiver Kiki QT, uh, he's going to be out, and at this point I think the Texans know that they're going to be playing later on in the season, and they're trying to hold him out until he's 100% good to go, because he has been impactful in the offense when he's played. So I think they're holding him out until he is 100% ready to go. Devin Funches is active for the Panthers. Randall Cobb is active for the Green Bay Packers. Moving over to the late game, Stefan Diggs, his knee swelled up overnight this past night, and at this point he's a complete game time decision. I would look elsewhere. If it was up to him, he'd play, but it's not always up to the player. In the Sunday night games, Melvin Gordon is out with the knee injury, and at this point he's week to week. I wouldn't expect to see him back till maybe the week 15, week 16 mark. Tyrell Williams, he's questionable for the Chargers as well. Over in Monday night, Chris Thompson is active for the Washington Redskins for the first time in an eternity. Josh Adams is questionable for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was added to the injury report yesterday. And whenever players are added to the injury report that late in the week, it's not a good sign. I'd stay away from him. Jordan Reed is questionable for the Redskins, but he has not missed a game this year, despite some questionable uh, listings here and there, so expect him to play. And Jamison Crowder is questionable for the Redskins as well. Uh, If he does provide, uh, if he does play, he's going to be on a snap limit, so don't expect a whole lot out of him this week. That's all I got for y'all. All
1: All right, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, man. Wow, that was a lot there. The the Josh Adams thing, that kind of crept up, right? That's kind of news to me. Andrew made a good point. It's always bad news when these guys pop up injured later in the week. I've got him on a team. I think I'm going to end up flipping him out of my lineup. Um, I don't know. Would you roll the dice with him if you had him, Jerry, or try and find a better option? I'd probably
5: try to find a better option. Uh, it's That's, that's surprising Be coming off the – I mean, I know a lot of people are switching their things yeah. up right now. That's I'm actually doing it right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: me, me too. I'm like, oh, i got to do a radio show. I can't set my lineup right now. Uh, but, no, so that's definitely concerning because he's been one of those guys that kind of – he's been coming on, and he's a, he's been a good flex option. It looks like he's kind of taking over – that backfield and he was a guy I was really excited to start this week so hey guys you know there's some caution there if you have better options you know you you might want to go for that so uh anyway something to keep an eye on and then of course we might want to get a little flexy what what do you think that's what I've been waiting for let's hear these plays you killed it last week what was it eight and four yeah guys that was one of my best weeks went eight and four with my sleeper plays Baker Mayfield was my play of the week he came through big time I was really excited to see that. It, I mean, almost every single guy I, you know, I lined up had a big, big game. So I hope that helped you. If you read the column, you can see that on Sports Map. Go check it out. This week's column's up as well. And I realize, guys, this week is probably even bigger than last week because the playoffs loom. It's do or die time. So let's try and do it. All right, let's get into the cheaper quarterback plays. Maybe you need a quarterback, and Case Keenum. I think he might be able to get the job done, guys. I, you know, we had a, at Fantasy ADHD. The Bengals stink. You know, like, you could start almost anybody against them, and they're going to do pretty well. So I look for Case Keenum and Emmanuel Sanders to have a big game. But here's why. Bengals giving up 30 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks over the last month. I mean, that is insane. That's just what they're averaging. What if he has a big game? That could be 40 points. So get Case in there. The other guy, a lot of people like him this week, Jameis Winston. Look, I'm not a huge Jameis Winston guy, but when the matchup is great, you fire him up. Panthers are giving up three TDs a game to quarterbacks over the last month and almost 28 fantasy points a game to the position. So, man, if you can just – say, yeah, Winston's going to get three D- three TDs. You take that, right? So yeah. get him in your lineup this week. Another guy, I've been pushing him hard. He's been fantastic the last few weeks. Phillip Lindsay, Denver Broncos. Once again, Bengals stink. You see the trend here, guys? Start all your Broncos this week. Over the last month, Cincinnati has allowed almost 35 fantasy points a game to running backs. They've given up eight touchdowns to the position. Guys, that's that is insane, and that's just in a month. So fire him up, Philip Lindsay. I love him this week. The other guy I like, it's Miller time, baby. It's always Miller time somewhere. And this week, it's Miller time with Lamar Miller. I wish I had him in my lineup last week because he went bananas. But guess what? The Browns are a great matchup for running backs. So I'm going to put him in my lineup this week. They're allowing over five yards a carry, 32 fantasy points per game to the position over the last month. Man, if Lamar Miller is going to get you 30 points, I think you want him in your lineup. Moving on. Matt Breida. Dude, it's a little tricky because the matchup is bad, but and I could see, you know, maybe they get behind, but that's not necessarily bad with Breida because he can catch you some passes. So if he doesn't break brittle Breda at some point in the game, I think he's gonna be okay when they're they're chasing points. He can get you, you know, some catches. And the Seahawks have allowed six TDs to the running back position of their last five games. Wow. So that's actually he's a pretty good matchup right there. And the other guy I had in my column, which I, I gotta pull back now, Josh Adams, guys, he scares me. So if he's not healthy. I'm not starting him. Moving along, Kenny Galladay. The only thing that worries you about Galladay is he is all they have. You know, if, if they take him away, they don't really have anybody else they can throw the ball to. But get this, the matchup doesn't get any better. Are you ready for this? Rams giving up over. 55-0 fantasy points per game to the position over their last four. So get him in there. Moving along, Larry Fitzgerald, guys. The Packers are allowing an astonishing 46 fantasy points per game to receivers over their last four. So Larry should be safe to start this week. He might get some garbage time. DJ Moore, I like him this week. I think Funches is going to play, but he's banged up. I think DJ can, can get it going again this week. He's been money. And Adam Humphreys for the Bucks. I told you I like Jameis Winston, so I really like Adam Humphreys too because the Panthers have given up seven touchdowns in their last four games to receivers, and he scored against them twice in week nine. So I know he's not a sexy start or a flexy start, but uh, I like him this week. I think he is flexy. Get him in your lineup. And finally, I got a couple tight end plays for you. David Njoku. has hey, let's face it, Texans aren't good against the tight end position. You saw that big play last week in the Titans game that went right down the field. I think something similar could happen. And finally, Cameron Brake, guys. Dude catches touchdowns. He's probably not going to get you 50 or 60 yards, but he might get you two touchdowns. So he's a guy I'm rolling with this week if I need some tight end help. And I know a lot of you do because tight end has been a wasteland this year. And I know you need somebody that might fall in the end zone. I think Brake can do it. That is what I have for you this week. That is who I think is flexy, and you can go
5: over to Sports Map, like you mentioned, find all this information. And I held out a couple props from my uh, from my thing, and he actually reminded me I'm about to load them up now. So go over to Sports Map during this next break. You're going to see some plays. I will load up some of my uh, some of my bookie busters. Just get over there. AJ Hoffman's got the regular fantasy rankings. Josh does PPR.
1: Uh, uh, what else do you need? That's all you need. What else could you possibly need? We got the standard. We got the PPR. You got Jerry's betting picks. Holly stuff is on there, too. SportsMap is definitely the place where you want to go to get anything you need for fantasy football or gambling. And the other thing that I find that I need is a little help after I do a little bit of boozing on the weekends, Ooh. Jerry. Yeah, I find that I need a little help to do this show sometimes on Sunday mornings because, you know, I like to have a little fun. I have a you know a full-time job during the week, and but I still like to come in here and talk fantasy with you guys on Sunday mornings, but I don't want to do it feeling terrible. I want to do it feeling good, and you can tell I feel good today, right? You know why I feel good? Because I had my Thrive Plus last night, guys. Thrive Plus, guys. If you listen to the show, then you know I'm definitely in this group that I like to have a drink or two. And once you hit the age of 30, even a little bit of alcohol can make you feel less than 100% the next day. And yeah, I'll admit it, even just two or three drinks, and, and you're hurting a little bit, but not if you take Thrive. That's why I started using Thrive Plus. It's a vitamin you take when you drink alcohol, and all you do is you just take three capsules after your last alcoholic beverage before you go to bed, and that's it, guys. It's designed to reduce alcohol's negative effects by giving your liver what it needs to process alcohol and it's toxic byproducts i'm no scientist but i've tried it i had it last night i'm telling you it works don't just take my word for it the product was recently on shark tank the founder's an ivy league graduate with five phds working on this on their team guys and if you don't feel 50 percent better the next day they're going to give you your money back. So just you know, Thrive uh, Thrive Plus is a Houston based company and if you order it before 4pm, it'll be there the next day, guys. So, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, you want to make sure you have it for the weekend. Get it in before that time and you will have it. To order Thrive Plus, just go to DecideThrive.com. That's DecideThrive.com. They're even on Amazon. You can order it that way. A bunch of you guys are about to go to the Texans game and you're going to have a few drinks today. You're going to be at the tailgate. Yeah. You're going to be feeling it. You're going to be having some fun. How are you gonna be feeling in that Monday morning meeting at 9 o'clock tomorrow? Yeah, take it
5: for me. I I uh, on Thanksgiving, remember, I told y'all last week I would fill y'all in, I would give you an update. I took some on, on Thanksgiving before I started drinking. I'm telling you right now, I woke up the next day feeling good, and that's for me. I'm I'm a I'm the extremist hungover. My hangovers are three or four days. Kiss that goodbye because Thrive right Here it, it's it, it works, honestly. If you're listening right now, you know I like to drink, you know Josh likes to turn up. You know, Cam comes in here after making babies all weekend, he comes in here with a PDF. Like the bottle just but not not anymore, seriously. Just uh drink it before your first drink or before you go to bed, right? So yeah, and that's all you gotta do. The
1: rest happens, it's magic. You wake up and I was wake- I woke up the next day, mowing the yard. Yeah, I'm telling you, you just take those three capsules before you go to bed. The hardest part is remembering to take the pills. Yeah, yeah. The, for the, the, real. the Thrive Plus does all the work. So, guys, I'm serious. Go to decide get yourself a bottle. It works. I promise. You're listening to Moneyline. We will re- we'll be right back. We'll hit all the games. Moneyline, ESP. 97.5. Twitter.
4: Twitter.
3: Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5.
4: I f- get all the money Girls like me keep it honey Girls like you cause you funny You boys ain't stunned. I'm the one that came in f***ed the summer I got a black barbie. She into menage yeah. i am a do it all night till I got nothing no. Sip got me buzz. I am not a husband no. I could be your daddy cause I am a mother
0: This is Money Moneyline be- on ESPN 97.5 And on ESPN 97.5.com Presented by Thrive Plus Live from the renterswarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. If you're just getting in the car, maybe you missed the last segment. Jerry and I gave out all our picks and all our plays for this week. So you're going to want to head over to Podcast Arena, look for Moneyline. If you want to listen to that, you can also find all of our content on Sports Map. Go to Sports Map. .com check that out and you can also follow the show at moneyline975 at jerry knows at clutchcitycam at josh jordan 975. All right Jerry, Jer- let's get into these games, right? Let- I think we've done a lot of fantasy football today. We'll we'll continue to hit that a little bit, but uh let's get into some of these games and as we were talking earlier, this is a good week to 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 pick your bets carefully, right yeah. Jerry, because there's a lot of there's a lot of tough lines this week, right?
5: exactly the two big spreads the double-digit spreads that don't make no sense I mean you got a team with a losing record giving up 14 15 points in a in a game that has a total of 41 that's I mean everything tells you in the gambling in your gambling life and your gambling endeavors that they told you when there' somebody gives you 15 16 points and the total is that low you gotta take the points but how many points is Rosen gonna throw up and oh. Throw up might be the key word. <laughs> and, and you know that Rodgers is going to barf all over them, and it's going to be a, it screams like a 28 a 10, 28 you know, seven game. I don't even know if they get an end
1: zone, but let's, okay, let's let's call it, let's call it for what it is 28 10, Packers. Yeah, I think that sounds about right, guys. You know, it looks like that spreads down to 13 and a half now, about a 41 on the over under. Yeah, that's a tricky one,
5: and that's what goes to what what I was exactly what I was saying right now. When you get that many points and the totals that low, then you go. So, what you see the 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 total dropped? It was at 42, 43. Now, would you go and see forty and a half, 41 and, a half, 41. and then now you see less points. The more that drops, the more the other side drops. It only makes sense. Everything in your game of life tells you when you see these big spreads play, and they know what everybody's
1: going to attack. There you go. All right, guys, you heard it there from Jerry Bow. Let's move over to this uh, Colts Jacksonville game. We've hit on it a little bit. Uh, it looks like Jalen Ramsey is going to go. He wasn't on the inactive list, which was going to be really big for T.Y. Hilton this week. I, th- I think you still roll with Hilton, guys. I just think the Jags have opened up. I can't quit. Uh, are you taking a side on this one? It's uh, like we said Colts minus four. Remind the people where you are with this one, Jerry.
5: The red zone struggles of the Jaguars is what I think will set this apart. I. A lot of people say, man, they're playing with a backup quarterback. But whenever you are in that locker room, like a Jalen Ramsey, somebody that, that goes and tells other quarterbacks, you're trash, you're trash. What do you think his thought is whenever he walks by Blake Bortles? He's got he, he, to be shaking his head like, man, I wish I could say something. Now all of a sudden they get a different arm, a, a different look under center. I think that might do something good as far as people think, man, this might be a bad thing. This might actually be a good thing for as far as what they feel. But something that you can't take away or you can't place is the five red zone touchdowns over the past three weeks of Leonard Fournette now even with all that they're still 24th overall inside the red zone they can't do it they go up against a team ninth overall on defense inside the red zone they don't miss very many chances uh top 10 on offense inside the red zone that that just goes to scream that's where the game's gonna be won and if you're gonna tell me that four points I mean, I got to take the Colts there. Not that I'm going to bet it too much, but uh, I'll lean that way, let's say.
1: Yeah, I'm with Jerry on this one. I'm all over the Colts here. I'm not betting my house on it or anything like that, but I'm definitely leaning towards the Colts here. Uh, For fantasy, what do we think of Carlos Hyde this week filling in for Leonard Fournette? Do, Do you guys have any faith in him? Extremely cheap. I mean, 3,300 in DFS world, if you're going
5: up there and you want to load up, load up, imagine what you can do with a running back that's 3,300 and Spencer Ware at 4,000. 7,300, your running backs are filled up. You're at least going to get, you know, let's say at least, uh, I see Height's projected for 11.3 points at a lot of places. Okay, so say he gets double digit points. Say he has a good game and he gets a touchdown and maybe 80 yards, 14 points from 3,000 salary. Then Spencer Ware's going to get his in a t- in a game that they're projected to to blow them out with a team total of 34 and a half those points got to come from somewhere when they open it up spencer Ware gets the call and you get the points now you have all those studs at receiver you have all the studs at tight end and that's on um, cash games i like that but in tournaments that's what a lot of people are going to still stick to in tournaments get the high price running backs because everyone's going to go to the cheap guys
4: there you yeah, have it. Yeah, I'm I'm same with Carlos Hyde. Like if he wasn't thirty three hundred, I'd stay away from him. But the fact that he's thirty three hundred, I mean, that's just hella cheap, especially for a guy that's gotten twenty touches the last two weeks. Obviously, no Leonard Fournette. So for thirty three hundred, you can't really beat that.
5: Yeah, you gotta supersize
1: it at that point, right?
4: Yeah, I think so. But what about this?
1: Say say you're in a, a league wide situation and you have Yeldon and you have Hyde. Say it's even a PPR. You, you know, you, you got Fournette on suspension, you need to pick one of those two guys to start. Who are you starting? Ah, that's
4: the tough question, didn't yeah. I? Asked you
5: asked that. <laughs> it's like,
1: green beans or,
5: you know? <laughs>
4: I mean, if you want to go based off what we've seen, look, Yeldon, Yeldon has been there longer than, than Carlos Hyde, and Yeldon's put up numbers when, when he's had to play for Fournette, and even when Fournette went down and Carlos Hyde got 10 touches last week, Fournette still had, I think, 18 touches, so I do think that Yeldon is going to get most of the touches, but I think it's gonna be one of those like splits where he's getting 20 and Carlos Hyde's getting 15. So I don't think there's a huge you know discrepancy between the two guys. And Yeldon costs almost a thousand dollars more. So for me, I'm going budget. I'm probably going Carlos Hyde. There you have it. With Hyde, you're, you're probably just hoping he falls in the end
1: zone. If you're in a PPR, maybe Yeldon can get you four or five catches. So that's kind of where I'm leaning, guys. I'd go with one guy in one format and, and the other guy in the other format. It's
5: like Josh just looked at me with a straight face and said, "Do you want peas or do you want green beans?" <laughs> and I and I'm looking for the steak. You know what I mean? And just it. it but like they said, it's it's it, they're both going to get action. It's going to be the hot hand. Uh, which one can break and get into the end zone and that's what ultimately if if you were if that's your choices this morning then
1: a lot oh, of people are in that boat right then your wife is white and she, <laughs> she's right
5: about what she says about fantasy this is
1: <laughs> it's a dead end it, it is it, that's a tough one guys but i know there's a lot of you out there that had the jags backfield and the playoffs are on the line you want to know who to play so i tried to get us in there with that information moving along jerry steelers looks like they're favored by three against uh, cam's chargers all right you two guys face off go Load up. No, honestly, um, I usually don't even give on
5: my, my late-night pick. Like, I, I don't do this, but straight up, I, I know this number is going to change. Whenever I saw it at three and a half, I was going to use that for my gal media picket. I didn't use it because that hook. Now, when it went at three, I wish I could call AJ and say, change me, man, yep. because at three, this is money. You heard Fred say it. I mean, just take it to the bank because I don't think this line— tells you exactly what Melvin Gordon means to that team. Yes, Eckler's good and all. Cool. But Offensive, it's easy to do a lazy t- take and say, man, offensively, he's still going to get the pass and stuff. No, let's talk about defensively. And we know that the Pittsburgh Steelers are the second best team at blitz and since week two. So what's going to happen here? He's going to have to pick up the blitz. Eckler's going to have to pick up the blitz, and that's where his problem is going to be. Yeah, he's going to shine. Yeah, he's going to get catches. Yeah, he's going to score. But can he pick up the blitz? And when we're in fantasy world, cool. But we're talking
4: gambling right now. And as far as gambling, good luck. Cam, defend your charges. Look. We talk, Jerry touched on defense a little bit. Pittsburgh, or I apologize, uh, the Chargers have given up 38 points over the last three weeks. That's only about 13 points a game. That's that's tremendous, yeah. especially for a Pittsburgh team that's coming into the game, I think averaging about 32-something points uh, offensively. It's 3.5. Look, I think the Chargers are going to cover. I honestly think the Chargers are going to win. They're 4-1 and on the road. I think that they see this Kareem Hunt uh, debacle in Kansas City as their moment to shine. This is their time to take over that division. I know Melvin Gordon's out. But Eckler's been sufficient whenever he's had to step in. And, uh, and look, Phillip Rivers is is quietly having an MVP-type yeah. season. I mean, I think he has about 30 touchdowns and, and less than 10 interceptions. So I, I, I firmly believe that, that, that the Chargers can win this game.
1: Well, it's a duel. It is a duel. I'm going to lead Steelers or lean Steelers here, um, especially with the three. If it's three and a half, I'm out. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I think I'll lean with the Steelers there. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Chargers jumped up and either covered or won this game.
5: And remember, all half points, uh, something that that I love the way it sounds and it's always stuck in my head, not all half points are created equally. So whenever you're like, man, you're really going to lay off if you think they're going to beat them up? Are you really going to lay off because it's three and a half? Yes, that's the key number. That's the most key number in football. If you can get on and off of it, then if you miss your chance, if you if you miss it at three and you don't get it now and tonight, after everyone gambles and, and everybody wants to start dumping money on that last game, their money's tied freed up and boom there here comes that pittsburgh money the public team at home bam that's it people are going to realize the gordon thing and it's going to go to three and a half four so if you're betting pittsburgh bet it now if you're betting uh the chargers i would wait because you'll get that hook you might even get the full point
1: nice uh, we got about one minute left in this segment let's see if we can hit carolina tampa bay in that one minute all right so we got carolina numbers at three and a half right now over or under at 52 do you guys lean any certain way in this one
5: I've been thinking over from when it came out. Now, that's why I asked Josh ADHD about the win specifically because I didn't know if it was going to affect it, but Cam will be able to score on them. I remember last time they faced off, Cam was the most expensive quarterback because I remember I had him that week, and Jameis is going to get his. I look for back and forth, kind of like what they played last week, Panthers, with Seattle. It's going to be a fun game, some big plays, some blown coverages. DJ Moore eating over four and a half receptions. I'm going to load that up right now. Josh reminded me when he was doing his flexi
1: over four and a half. Receptions on my bookie DJ Moore. There you have it, guys. And you know why I like betting at my bookie because when you win, they actually pay your money. Uh, And that kind of the point of gambling is if you bet money, (laughs) you actually get the money back. I know uh, certain people have had some trouble with (laughs) with other books, but not with MyBookie because they're the best guys. And The the reason that Vegas makes lines on games is so we can bet on them. It's that simple. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. MyBookie.ag is the online destination to get action on any game. It's safe, reliable, they've been in business for years, and that's why I recommend them. That's why Jerry recommends them. That's why Cam recommends them. Because when you win, they actually pay you. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and most importantly to me, us fantasy guys, we can bet the over-under on these fantasy points on like that we think guys will score. So I very frequently use my under-the-radar plays, and I like to go in and bet the overs on these, and you guys should too. So just get on your computer, your mobile phone, go to mybookie.ag and get your account started, and right now they will match 50% of your deposit, so you put in 200, they'll match it with 100 bucks, guys. You just have to use the promo code RADIO, and that will activate the offer. So go to mybookie.ag today. That's M Y B O O K I E dot A G. And don't forget to use the promo code radio when you create your account. That's right, guys. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Twitter.
3: Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at moneyline975.
0: Is Money Live on ESPN 975? And on ESPN975.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios. Here's Jerry Bo and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You just heard
1: it, it's Jerry Bo, it's Josh Jordan, it's Cam. We're going to talk a little more fantasy. We're going to talk a little more gambling. But first, I want to preview next week's show, guys. You know, we have these uh, money line fantasy leagues that Jerry and I have been participating it's in. It's getting crucial. Yeah. And so next week, we're going to know who makes the playoffs. I already know I'm making the playoffs. I had to, I had to represent the money line league. You know, I'm, I'm on the show. Because yeah, I'm, 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 on... I'm more like a playoffs. <laughs> like, playoffs? It happens. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes you have a good team, sometimes injury bug gets you. It really does. So next week, we're going to talk about all those playoffs playoff matchups and our money line leagues will will preview that a little bit. And the other thing for you guys that maybe you don't make the playoffs that you know it's unfortunate But there's still stuff to think about with fantasy. So next week, we're going to hit on the top ten. What's the draft going to look like next year? So be thinking about that. How many running backs are going to go in the first round? Will Kareem Hunt even be a draftable player next year? A lot of these things are going to How high does Barkley go? Yeah, Barkley's man, he might might go number one overall, maybe number two. So we're going to get into that. We'll really dive into which running backs we think you're going to want to hold on to. You might have some keeper questions too, guys. So we'll hit that next week. So look forward to that. We're going to talk uh, fantasy playoffs, and of course, we're going to look ahead a little bit to next year, and then we'll do what we always do. We'll try and get you in the best situation for your starts next week in your gambling bets. So, with all that said, let's finish off this week's slate of games. We finished up last segment with Carolina-Tampa, so we're going to move on to this one. We talked about this one quite a bit with Holly, this Baltimore-Falcons game. Looks like Falcons are, uh, are favored by two and a half at the moment remind everybody Jerry where are you with this uh, Ravens Falcons matchup
5: Falcons I just like I said there's more paths to victory more paths to cashing this ticket on the Atlanta side this game has to go perfect in my eyes for uh, Lamar Jackson and company to be able to put enough points to be able to keep up with them I do see that I, I think Atlanta scores 28 so if you're going to tell me that 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 Lamar and them are going to have 27 26 whatever it is to be able to cover the spread whatever you catch it at then so be it but I don't, I don't see it with that passing And if they do, I mean, that Atlanta offense, when they get going on that track, they, they could throw up 35. So, again, it's a lot more pass to the Ravens having to win uh, uh, a low score. I mean, if you tell me that the Ravens won
1: a 34-33, 34-30 game, then so be it. I just don't see it. It, it. it matters that this game's in the Dome in Atlanta, right? That track. I'm telling you, that makes a difference, guys. All right, let's move on. We hit this one a little bit earlier, but we're going to do it again. Your Houston Texans taking on the Cleveland Browns. We had NFL.com's Lance Zerline on a little earlier today, and uh, he thinks this is going to be a low scoring affair. He thinks this is probably going to be the under. Uh, Jerry's kind of leaning that way too, right? I think that's a sharper side. I, I, these people that whenever somebody
5: explains a game to you, they're like, "Man, that game's going over." Then they give you their their thoughts behind it, and none of it makes sense to me. Like, they're just like, "Yeah, man, two two offenses that two young quarterbacks and two teams that are looking up and whatnot." But at the end of the day, I look at the trenches, and I look at uh, the the Watson ain't passing the ball as much as usual, and I look at the the look ahead, and all those things come into play. So if the Texans do get up, it's a six spread say they are covering the game and they're up by 10 in the fourth quarter they they need to get up out of there without no injuries they got a big game on uh, on on hand next yeah. week so let's let's just go ahead and avoid it there's many other spots to pick other than that
1: I, i'm with you i think this is a tough one man I, i'm seeing five and a half i think it's going to be relatively close but i think the texans come out cam if you had to pick a side here do you think the texans cover the point spread and win
4: yeah, I think the Texans are gonna cover and in fact this might be the first game this year that I've actually predicted them to win by double digits. I think wow. that's it's gonna be under forty eight. I think that's what the, the, the total is. Yep. But I think that they're gonna I think the Texans are gonna cover. I think they're gonna apply pressure on Baker Mayfield and I think his little reign of uh, offensive player of the month uh, is going to come a little is going to come crashing down. So
1: there you have it. And uh, just for me, I like Lamar Miller and I like Hopkins every week. But I, I think both of those guys are going to come through today. All right, moving along to the every game that everybody wants to watch. Probably the most exciting matchup of the week: Buffalo versus Miami. So uh, this one looks very exciting. Miami's at home. Looks like they're favored by about three and a half. Anything on this one, Jerry? Besides excitement,
5: oh man, no, not much. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of sharp actions getting put in on this game. A lot of people believe that Buffalo is looking up and their defense can do what they. I just, I just stay away from this game because I've been, I've seen this game so many years over the years, and and when you think one side's got the the the, the, the upper hand and the other one blows them up for no reason, and you catch yourself asking. Why did I even bet that game? Yep. So stay away from it unless, I mean, no, unless nothing. Stay away from it. There's many other spots. Or or hit it live. Hit some. But just if you could go to the table and say, man, you have an angle on this game, then props to you.
1: But Jerry doesn't feel like he has an angle on this nothing. one, and neither do I. So let's move on. Chicago uh, facing the Giants. This one's in New York. Chicago rolling with their backup quarterback this week, but still favored by three and a half. You guys uh, lean either way on this one. What you got, Cam?
4: I like Chicago because the defense. I mean, look, New York had their little run of three straight wins or whatever it was, and then they came tumbling down last week. Chase Daniels actually hasn't looked terrible um, filling in for, yeah. for Trubisky. I, I got to go defense in this one. Um, and, you know, what? It it's just, I don't know, it's kind of like the Buffalo-Miami game. I'm glad I'm not having to watch this.
5: And, and yeah, and I'm staying away also from a— uh... Don't get me wrong. He's if you wanted to have a backup, then he's one of the better guys that you want on your list. But as far as backing them money wise, I gotta see what happens here. I just I, I am not trusting either side to.
1: All right, start all your regular guys in this one this week for fantasy. I kind of like Sterling Shepard as a sneaky play uh, for the Giants this week because I I believe the tight end is out again, so that means Shepard should get an uptick in targets. All right, moving along, Denver-Cincinnati, another kind of a stinker here. Uh, Broncos favored by four. Bengals are just waiting to die. I mean, they're, they're, they're terrible. So what do you got in this one, Jerry? Stay away from me overall. I don't...
5: Again, that's why it's it's getting vanilla. Everything I'm answering up here, but that's why you saw the 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 money on my mind segment so short. There was no teasers. There was no cute parlays. There was none of that. It's all business. Pick your spots. Don't catch yourself spreading out ten bets. And then the three that you really liked hit, and then you lost a seven that you weren't even gonna bet. And then the game the day ended up being non profitable. Don't do that. Stick what you know. Maybe hit some live bets.
1: That's some good advice. Be careful what what do you get in on this week because it's a tricky week. All right, Rams at Detroit. Rams favored by double digits here. Looks like 54 is the number right now. Uh, Gurley's probable. Looks like he's going to go. Any... Any bet on this one?
5: Rams, I, uh, like I always say how Stafford's a fake bully, and I think this is he's coming up against a good team, and at the end of the day, I think they have enough to keep the ball away. They don't have to throw with him now that defense is tough, but I know that the defensive backs might get beat up a little bit by Galladay and company, but at the end of the day, Gurley's going to run that ball, and he's going to take the air out of the ball when they get a lead.
1: He is. Uh, we're not going to be able to get to all the games, guys, but that's okay. There's a lot of stinkers this week, so I do want to ask about this one because it looks like a great game. Minnesota at New England, Jerry. Uh, where are you with this one? Should be a good game No matter what Right?
5: Where am I with this one It kind of leads up To our segment right here Because I'm going to Put my name on this one
1: Uh oh Uh oh
5: I'll start it off right now. Since it came to this, I will put my name on the over in that game. I think that both Ooh. teams have scoring potential. I think that this is a they say the weather's going to be perfect. Everything leads to a, a shootout. I think the Minnesota can be beat. Gronk's going to have a big game like ADHD said. Give me the over in that game. P- put my name on it.
4: There you go. Cam, what are you going to put your name on this week, man? Put my name on DJ Moore. Look, I've been pretty good this this year with, uh, with yeah. putting my name on some wide receivers. DJ Moore, 15 uh, receptions the last two games. He's averaging, I think, about 22 fantasy points. I know Devin Funchess is supposed to be healthy. DJ Moore is the main man there. I think Devin Funches is probably going to get out of there by, by, by next season. So I'll like DJ Moore a whole lot this week.
1: What you got, Josh? I think I'm going to roll with two backs this week. I hope I come through. I hope he can do it two weeks in a row. That's Lamar Miller. I've been talking about him all day, guys. Guys. He's playing the Browns. I like the matchup. I think the Texans are gonna try and protect Deshaun. They're gonna do that by running the football. And I really like Philip Lindsey. We talked about how terrible the Bengals are. So I think Lindsey gets it done this week again, guys. So go ahead and fire them up. They're pretty affordable and daily as well.
5: Another week in the books, week 13, right ahead. I hope you guys love the advice we give you. All the plays, all the love, all the music from the cam, the DJ. I mean, what else do you want? Brazilian Hector out there. We appreciate you always showing up, uh, we're showing up ready to. To work. So, from all the Moneyline fam, good luck. Peace. Hope you make the playoffs, guys.
0: Twitter.
3: Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5.